Okay, here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and our Wonder Woman in Business podcast gives a voice to the woman who has a story that is meaningful, moving, and compelling. We share their stories, or rather, they share their stories to the world so that in their shining, they give permission to others to shine. And today's guest is an amazing woman, Rebecca Baumgartner, and we're going to hear from Rebecca uh, in just a moment. I have to tell you that she is really uh, going to share something inspirational uh, because Rebecca is at a point of inflection in her life and has made some really great, exciting decisions. So without further ado, uh, I wanna bring Rebecca to the microphone. Rebecca, welcome. Thank you, thank you so much, Natalie. I'm so excited to be here and um, I'm, I'm honored to be able to, to share my story um, in hopes that it helps others as well. Wonderful. So we're going to start off and we're going to jump right in. Rebecca, tell us about your story, your journey to the Rebecca today that I am sitting with in this virtual space. Uh, tell us about that journey. Absolutely. Uh, so I started, well, you might want to go all the way back to kind of give a little bit of context to my, my upbringing. I was an Air Force brat. Um, I grew up in a lot of different areas of the country. So I was used to moving around. I was used to um, having to what I would call assimilate. Um, I was, uh, I'm the, the child of immigrants. My, my parents are from Puerto Rico. I, um, they joined the military. Um, and it was really interesting because they are very, very adamant growing up in our household that um, we're American. You know, we're not Puerto Rican. We're not going to speak Spanish. We're going to speak English. And for a long time, that, that part of my, my culture, I always felt like a piece was missing. Um, so I have like one foot in, in America in this culture, and I have another foot in a land that I've never been to, in a culture that I don't know, but I feel very, very connected to. Um, so it's been, it's been very difficult kind of growing up and, and having this split home, right? Um, so, you know, we, we moved around a lot. We lived in Arizona for a very long time, in northern Arizona, in uh, a place called Winslow. And it is uh, what they call a res town, a reservation town. And it's, my mother was a special ed teacher uh, and our school that we lived, that we, we went to, serviced all of the reservations around, all the tribal reservations around. There was a lot of no, uh, Hopi and a lot of Navajo uh, students that would come. So I was always surrounded um, and by a lot of diversity. And, and not only, you know, Native Americans and indigenous tribes, but there was a huge Hispanic population as well. So I was constantly reaching out because I was like, oh, this is me. These are my people. But it was, they were still just so far out of reach. So from, from very early on, I was constantly trying to connect to my roots. 
And that I, I, I want to say is the beginning of my connection to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Anything that I've done in, in my personal life and in my professional life, I have constantly been focused on how can I connect myself to my culture and how can I connect to other cultures and how can I really bring that forward in, in, into my life. And because of what I felt is kind of like this hole, right? This, this hole in my person. Um, I really suffered from imposter syndrome, um, especially in my professional life. Um, as a, a woman who worked in an extremely male-dominated field from the very beginning of my professional career, it was very, very difficult um, being not only one of the only women, if not the only woman in the room, um, but a woman of color. So it was extremely extremely, extremely tough and exhausting and tiring. And I went through so much mental and emotional and physical uh, trauma and difficulty in that area that I literally had a breakdown. Um, I suffered a miscarriage because of everything that I was pushing myself to do. I'm trying to keep up with the, the men in the room, trying to push myself, keep up, be that rock star uh, person because all eyes were on me. I didn't want to be the, the example of why you don't hire a woman in this position or in this role because she can't hack it. Um, or the, you know, this is what happens when you bring a person of color into this role. So there was so much that I felt that I was putting on myself. And it was so hard. Um, and it just really, really became, it got to a point where I just I couldn't do it anymore. And I left. And I quit my job. I, thankfully, I was able to, to get pregnant again. And I sat down and I was like, okay, like this, this is not healthy. Like I can't. Um, and, and I left. And I was like, I'm going to take some time. I'm going to make sure that this pregnancy is healthy and I can have a child and spend some time and really kind of try and figure out and dig deep and figure out who am I and what, why am I having these imposter syndrome feelings and what do I need to do? Um, and so it was really another one of those, like, as you said, inflection points. And it's kind of interesting that you said that at the beginning, because I'm like, wow, I really I've had a couple of these, <laughs> you know, but I yes. think it's really, yeah, I really think it's important because there are a lot of times in our lives where we really need to take a step back and say, okay, is, is this what I'm doing right now? Is this taking me to where I want to be in life? And if not, it's okay. You, you, it's okay to take a step back and course correct and make sure that what we're doing is aligning with our values and is taking us and, and, making sure that it's giving us the life that we want to create. Wow, you have shared so many important things in this, you know, summary of your journey. And, you know, uh, you made yourself, uh, your career track had been a diversity, equity, and inclusion leader, working, as you said, in a male-dominated space, a law firm. Now, how conservative can you get? Um, 
I just, I, I identified with your need to perform under pressure because of what you saw as a possible consequence, not necessarily for just yourself, but for other women. So I just wanna applaud you for giving that generous space um, in there. Although it was something that was a roadblock in terms of yourself and your ability to thrive in a very healthy way. Um, the who am I question is so deep and so important. And I'm, I'm glad you're on this journey. So if Rebecca today could speak to the young Rebecca in the reservation town, what would you tell her? What is that important piece of advice as you reflect now? Oh my God, if I had known this before, what would you tell little Rebecca? I feel like a question. Um, I, I would tell her that, I would tell her that you can't find the answers by looking outside. Um, I, I would tell her that, that that hole that you feel that you have inside you, you stop looking at other people because I, that was what I was doing. I was looking to other people to help define me. Um, I, I would tell her to stop doing that because that was really what was dragging me down. Um, and so it was, and even after, you know, kind of, I, I left and I, after that, you know, I had another, I had two more children and, you know, I, I went back into the workforce. I was continuing to do, you know, my DEI work. I was in much healthier environments. Um, but it, it is, it was, it's still a struggle, right? It is still a struggle to, to take that step back and say, why I, I need to stop trying to seek validation externally. And that's what I would tell her. I would say, you cannot find external validation until you are able to accept and find validation within yours. I love it. It really does start with self. And we, we, we always should pull from inside versus, as you said, looking for that external, oh, there I am, or no, there I am. So much confusion. Oh my gosh, as women, we really struggle with how we, we do fill the gaps and the holes for everyone else. But as you've just pointed out, it's so important to start with you first, um, because even in a healthy environment, if you're not set, you'll continue to struggle. Thank you for the honesty of that. That was amazing. So Rebecca, if you would think about an inspiration, a mentor, a, a book, a reading, what can you share with our listeners today about an inspirational mentor, someone who just got it right for you? Uh, um, I would say, um, and it's, gosh, it's hard to pinpoint one, um, but I would say, you know, somebody who really opened, um, you know, kind of my, my horizons and really opened that door for me um, is one of my, my previous bosses at, uh, at my law firm that I, um, I, I worked at just previously. Her name is Michelle. Um, and I cannot even tell you the, the complete 180 that my life took once, uh, once I started working with her, um, she pushed me past my comfort zone. She 
just the horizons that she opened up for me. I have, I've ever since that I, I just, I'm like tearing up just thinking about everything that she has done for me. I'm, I'm so much more confident. I am now I'm pushing myself beyond the boundaries of, of what I thought that I would do. I am connected and networked in ways that I never thought possible. Um, and even now that she's, she's no longer, she actually left um, the organization to move somewhere else before, um, about a year and a half ago. Um, and she is still very much a part of, of my life and we talk very regularly. And she's still very much an inspiration for me. Um, between her and two other women that I, I met through her, I have kind of like what I call this uh, sister circle. And it is such an important part of, of my own mental and emotional and social well-being. And I would not have that without her. And they really, really get me and they help me. They have been such a valuable part of my life this past uh, four or five years. It's just been invaluable. Wow, I, I, I love that. Um, that safe uh, sister circle yes. is so important. Um, sometimes we don't realize it. Uh, and, you know, if, if you could give a message, because we're all about this, you know, Wonder Woman in business, we're focused on amplify, amplifying the voices of women through storytelling. So I know someone's listening today and saying, I feel this, this, this is me. Um, and as, while they're listening, what would you like them to think about changing themselves what could they change in their um, desire to help another woman? What would you tell them about reaching back or reaching out? Oh, that's a lot. So much. I would really say that helping, helping another woman really understand their power. I, for me, that was what I was struggling with for me personally. And that's something that's been really impactful for me. I really did not realize the power that I had. I was a people pleaser. I did not have strong boundaries. I was, I mean, typical imposter syndrome, right? You know, just, you know, I definitely did not really realize the, the value that I, I, I had and what I could do with the power that I had internally. And really having these women, especially, you know, come to me and help me see that and help push me and say, you know, you're not alone. We have your back and we are here to, to support you and come with me. Um, I will help you do this and I'm going to bring you along with me. And then as time went on, okay, now you're kind of, we're, we're going to push you and we're going to support you. It's almost, almost like a sponsorship outside of an organization, right? Like now we're going to push you and, and pull you. And it's so interesting. So I'm getting ready to move into a, a new job. Um, I, I left my previous role and I'm getting ready to move into a fantastic new job opportunity. And I had to give references and I gave, I gave my, my sister circle uh, names as, as references because I've worked with them both professionally and they're, they're both character references as well. 
And the, um, the hiring manager, uh, the, the CEO reached out to me and he's like, you know what? I have never had such glowing references and I've never had people so proactive and reaching out. And so like, I don't want to say pushy, but man, like they called, they emailed, and then they followed up to make sure that I got everything that I needed. <laughs> like these, like this, like I've never had this before. So they championed me and they really, really cared and supported me. So it's just having that kind of support and you know, almost that executive board, right, <laughs> that you have around you. So it's so important. So really making sure that you are connecting and sponsoring and bringing women along with you and helping them recognize and step into their power. I love that, you know, bringing another woman along with you, but also step up and show up, not just give it lip mm -hmm. service. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes even when we try to support other women, we may put too much on our plate. So it's, it's also just recognizing what you can really do and being honest about it. And I love your amazing circle where they were like, she is going to get this job. <laughs> and we're going to make sure that they know, we know she is great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so, so uplifting. Um, yeah. And it motivates you to want to do that for someone else. For so someone I love else. this. Bring another woman along. So important. Um, so uh, Rebecca, you're on a great streak. You are transitioning from a space where you were an amazing woman, but maybe not feeling like as powerful as you sound today, which is great. So not being afraid of change. If you can reflect maybe on a regret that you had, um, that you wish you had done something just a little differently. Um, you're on it now. And you know, we're all on different journeys. There is no right or wrong timing. It's what works for you, right? But if you could have just rewritten the script a little bit, is there something you would have changed? Hmm. You know, it's hard to say that because, you know, every decision and every choice and everything that's happened has brought me to where I am. Um, and so it's hard to have regret. Um, It's okay not to have regrets. Yeah. I, I mean, I wish that there are things that, I wish that there are things that maybe would have gone more smoothly. But again, I don't, I don't think I would ever want things to be different or have gone a different way. Because again, I, I wouldn't be where I am right now if I hadn't gone through what I did. You've been through all extremes of, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I hear you. It's kind of weaved itself into the fabric of what makes you who you are today. So what absolutely excites you, Rebecca? Oh my gosh, so much. Um, I, like I said, I've got, you know, some beautiful boys. I'm, I'm the mother of two beautiful boys. Um, I love... I love to read. I'm a voracious reader. So I, I love to learn and, and, and pull that together. I love to travel. 
Um, so I know uh, you asked me to send some pictures. So a lot of the pictures I sent are, you know, some of, uh, of some of my traveling and adventures and uh, in that I, and I honestly, I have, so I'm taking a couple of weeks off before I start my new role um, as vice president of human resources at the Kansas City Chamber of Commerce. And I, it's been so wonderful to just completely relax and shut down and not have anything kind of like in the back of my mind. So every morning when I wake up, and this is going to sound really silly, I am so excited to get up and watch Ted Lasso. Ah, <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I hadn't watched it before. I heard like everybody, and I just never had time. So I've started to I've started to binge watch it, and I and I have to tell you, I've it is just so heartwarming and and real and gosh, so full of joy. And I just it is something that really really inspires me, and it's something that I God, I just I can't get enough of it. So I, I love the fact that you're like, this is what excites me. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's the simple things. And sometimes okay. it's the simple things that bring us, as you said, like the greatest joy. Um, and you're excited about stepping into this new position, mm-hmm. going into this, right? Knowing what yeah. you know and, and, and looking back on all your experiences, what important self-care piece are you going into this great position? with. Yes. Well, you know, it's really, it's really interesting because, you know, some of the things that I learned along the way, um, and again, you know, not that I would do anything differently, but, you know, one of the things that going into this new role that I have learned is, although, you know, whenever you start something new, you're, you want to come in and you want to be like, yes, you know, I've got this and yes, I'm going to be helpful and I'm going to be amazing when I come in, you know, really making sure that I'm, I'm setting up the right boundaries because, you know, you, whatever you allow is what people expect, right? So if I'm, you know, kind of, I, I come in and I am starting out as this amazing rock star, you know, person who always is going above and beyond because I want to be seen as this amazing rock star who is, you know, just wonderful. But <laughs> then that's, you know, that expectation that I need to continue to, to uphold, you know, whether I'm, answering calls and answering emails after hours and on the weekends. And I, and while that's, that could be necessary, sometimes I, I really need to make sure that I am setting boundaries right away on what I will and will not allow moving forward. Um, so, you know, really at the beginning, I know that that's one of the things that I, I need to really watch because I tend to people please and I tend to want to be everything to everybody. Uh, so really being clear on what those boundaries are. Um, and you know, one of one of the other things that I'm doing right now is um, I'm reading again. I'm rereading the the first 90 days by Michael Watkins, um, and really starting to go through what my learning plan is going. My um, my plan is going to be uh, how I am going to make sure I'm connecting with everybody, and what my own onboarding is going to be in the organization. So that's one of the things that I'm really excited about is just really diving in, learning as much as I can. Uh, and, and really focusing on how I am learning about the organization, learning about all of the people, uh, and finding how I am getting inboarded into the strategy. I love that. 
that's a very uh, great approach and a healthy approach too. It's like, I'm going to go into this great, but I'm also going to go into it safe uh, so that it's a win-win uh, for both of us. And you're not trying to burn the candle at both ends immediately, especially yes. those two amazing boys that you have. I know. <laughs> who have they're probably loving having you all to themselves uh right yes, now they are they <laughs> are great. so when we started this conversation you talked about really what does it mean to be me um who am i and and where do i belong what can you tell me now about what does it mean to be you and where do you belong you know, I belong to me, to be quite honest. I belong to me. Um, and, and when you think about what that means in an organization, I think that as long as I can come in and be authentic, don't have to hide any piece of myself, don't feel like I'm walking on eggshells. I can just be. And that is the kind of culture that breeds belonging. And as long as I can belong to me and be that way, in an organization, then I can belong in that organization and others can belong in the organization. There's room for everyone. Absolutely. Which is great. I love it. Amazing. So how are you connected to Susan Freeman? Because this platform has really connected me with amazing women. And just hearing all the stories is great, but how do you know Susan Freeman? What's the connection? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's kind of strange. I mean, it seems like Susan knows everybody, right? Uh, so <laughs> so I, I met Susan through um, my old boss, Michelle, actually. Um, uh, my friend, Michelle. She was, I think she was featured on, on one of her podcasts, maybe. And I, it was just kind of like a random introduction. And we just started talking. And then I started talking to her about, something else and it just like we just hit it off and like we have been like really good friends ever since <laughs> so it's just been I don't know it's been it's been a whirlwind and I I love Susan dearly and you know as we said at the uh, when we were meeting each other just connecting these dots is so important uh that the third dot connects with the the, the fifth dot and the seventh dot connects with the first dot uh, and we continue as women to just weave this amazing tapestry of friendship, connectivity, and authenticity, as you said, loving that you belong to yourself and that is enough for you, loving that you have this amazing opportunity to be yourself in a space that you're so ready to embrace safely with some great boundaries, um, and you really sound happier and really excited. So I as am. we kind of, <laughs> I can tell, as, as we wind down this conversation, um, 
let our listeners know sort of one thing you'd like them to know about you. And if you want them to connect with you, how would they find you? How would they reach out to you? Absolutely. Um, Oh, okay. So I, like I said, I'm uh, starting my new role on October 25th at the Kansas City Chamber of Commerce. Um, So you can, you can also be able to find me on their website. You can also reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, And so, and since you know where I will be working, you can always send me red velvet cupcakes with real cream cheese icing. That is my favorite thing in the whole (laughs) wide world. Um, But... uh, Um, but outside of that, so I, and I also think it's just kind of funny. So one of the things that I did, um, you know, when I, you know, had really kind of had that, that, that break and I, I left my, my first job, I, you know, one of the things I did to really try and dig deep and figure out, um, who I was, I, I kind of became, and I still am, I will take every single like personality assessment I come across, right? Like, even if like from Myers-Briggs to DISC to like even the, you know, BuzzFeed, which golden girl are you by taking this, you know, your favorite flavor quiz, right? Um, so, I'm, so I am an INTF. Um, I am a high S followed by a D, which is very strange. Um, I am... Oh, I also do something called fascinate. I'm a mystique in the whole fascinator. Um, I am, I don't like to admit it, but I am kind of a Blanche. Um, although I like to pretend that I am a Betty. Um, so there's just, <laughs> I'm kind of a big mix of conundrums, but, um, you know, it's, it's definitely interesting to, uh, and again, that's just kind of one of the things that I really like. I like to dig in and I really like to understand kind of what makes me tick and how, what makes other people tick and, and how we connect with each other. And I think a lot of that kind of really goes back to um, my DEI work. And I'm so excited with this new role because that's going to be, continue to be one of the things I get to work on, is, um, you know, really bringing in some DEI programming, which they haven't had before at the chamber. So I'm really excited to, to be able to bring that before. As women, we are change makers and we make change happen. We are so excited for your new opportunity. We know you're going to be great. Uh, and we look forward to a wonderful new stories uh, uh. that come out of this conversation. You know, someone might say, I heard Rebecca's story and I needed to tell mine. So we're so excited. Thank you so much for sharing your journey. uh, Coming from Reservation Town, uh, evolving into that, you know, crowd pleaser woman, but standing firmly now on belonging to yourself. I simply love that. Uh, (laughs) You're going to be great. And I do hope you get the red velvet cupcakes with the, please. Uh, please. Yeah. Come on, someone send Rebecca the cupcake. Please, uh, please, please. <laughs> please, please. So thank you so much, Rebecca, for having this conversation, sharing your story. You are an incredible Wonder Woman in business. It's been a pleasure speaking with you today. And we wish you all the best in your brand new career. Thank you so much, Natalie. Thank you.